is the Todd Vino Show on News 95.7. Time now for Mortgage 101, your guide to home ownership. Brought to you by Clinton Wilkins Mortgage Team. All right, you heard it. It's Mortgage 101, and Clinton Wilkins is on the line. And he's here to answer your mortgage-related questions. The way to reach us is 902-405-6000 or 877-801-8255. Again, the number's 902-405-6000 or 877-801-8255. Clinton, tell us more about that mortgage team of yours. Well, I think, um, you know, the first thing, people should really check us out online. I think information is power. And uh, you can check us out right now if you like or later on at teamclinton.ca slash radio. There's lots of great content on our website. And we have a whole team of people that is there to help you, you know, with your needs. Um, you know, we have a brick and mortar space over in Dartmouth. And, you know, we serve all of HRM. And, you know, we actually do mortgages across the country. We have a lot of military clients. We have a lot of self-employed. Um, and we do a variety of different transactions. You know, we're not just doing purchases. We're doing renewals, we're doing refinances, we're doing some construction, um, and we're doing some commercial uh, transactions. So we're, we're doing a wide range of transactions, and I think that provides a lot of value to the end consumer. And it's not just me. We have a, a great team of people to help, you know, with your transaction. You know, it's, it's very busy right now. There's lots of purchases happening. Things are happening fast and furious, and we have a great team that can handle that. And we really pride ourselves on forging forward and providing, you know, the best level of customer service and advice to our consumers. So that's kind of been the recipe for your success, though, right? The fact that you guys are, are so focused on what you're doing. Uh, you deliver great customer, uh, great client experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are all, the, that's, the, that's part of the recipe for your success, obviously, right? Yeah, and I, I hear the complaint all the time to say, you know, I called this person at the branch. They didn't call me back. Mm-hmm. We answer the phone every time that we can. We, you know, we have two people right on the front that we answer every live call. Your call's not going to an IVR. You're not going into a call center. We're answering the phone, and we can give you that advice. We can book an appointment. We can request that void check or that pay stub that we need. And um, we have four mortgage originators that we're actually seeing clients all day, every day. And we also have a team of people that are helping us fulfill the files to make sure it's a smooth transaction. You know, we have people that are going to request the documents from you, order appraisals if needed, and make sure that it's a smooth transaction. You know, we're talking to realtors and lawyers and financial planners all day, every day, just to make sure that we can be the most seamless uh, experience possible. You know, this is the biggest purchase of your life, and the mortgage is the biggest debt. We want to make sure that you're going to get good advice. And about 60% of the transactions that we do every day are for existing clients. And I really think that speaks to the experience that our customers get. All right, again, we want to hear from you. We want to get your mortgage-related questions. Now's your opportunity. If you've got something that you're working on, might be a reno, whatever it is, 902-405-6000 or 877-801-8255. Again, 902-405-6000 or 877-801-8255. You mentioned documents. What can mm-hmm. what can people prepare if they're thinking of getting uh, wanting to g- get a new mortgage or would want to remortgage or whatever, they're going to need some key, quite a bit of documents to do that. So what's some prep work people can start doing? And it's pretty standard across the industry, but, you know, we ask really about three things. We ask about your income, we ask about your assets, 
and then we have a look at your credit. Those are the three cornerstones that make up mortgage lending. Um, oftentimes, the challenges are around income documents. It's amazing to me that people don't have access to documents or don't save documents, but I think when you're not planning to do a transaction, uh, you might not know where your documents are. People move, you know, they lose their documents. These things happen, but we try to work with you to figure out what the best solution is, for, uh, you know, obviously to move that forward. If you're salaried, it's the easiest. You know, you might need a pay stub and a T4 or maybe a pay stub and a job letter. If you have some variable income, but you're employed by an employer and they take deductions at source, then maybe you need two years of your T4s on top of a pay stub. Um, you know, if you're self-employed, we look at a two-year average of your income. Um, but for self-employed individuals, we also potentially can do a gross up of your income. Maybe we can add back some of your income from your corporation. Uh, or there still are some stated income programs that can work well for people who are self-employed that have great cash flow but might not claim a lot of income on their income tax. So everybody's situation is a bit different, and I think that mortgage lending is kind of like a snowflake, and it's a little bit of a puzzle. So looking at those three cornerstones of income, assets, and credit, and then figuring out what the best path forward is, um, I think is so important. Not every mortgage lender is the same. Not every mortgage lender will do the same type of transactions. Not every mortgage lender is going to lend you money or be the best fit for you. But that's why coming to someone like me that's unbiased, we have access to a variety of different lenders, and every single Canadian can get a mortgage. Obviously, if there's issues with income, assets, or credit, you might need more skin in the game. So what that means is you might need a bigger down payment, or maybe there needs to be more equity remaining in the home if you're going to uh, refinance. Um, but we can certainly work through that you know, with you. Um, typically, if we see people who have damaged credit that might have you know, had some credit issues in the past, or had a consumer proposal or a bankruptcy, it's still possible to get a mortgage. We work with people to help get their credit reestablished, and then maybe we can get them back into a bank-style lender. Or if they really need to do a transaction now in terms of purchase or refinance, maybe we're able to do it with 20% down or 25% down or 30 or 35% or maybe even 50% down. Everybody's situation's different, mm -hmm. but everyone can get a mortgage. Um, but obviously, you know, if any of these challenges do come up, you just need more money. Right. And I know sometimes that can be a limiting factor, but um, there's always a solution if you're you know, really to, uh, willing to work on with it, really. Okay, folks, uh, we, we want to hear from you. We want your questions. There must be, there's some, some of you out there right now that are thinking of questions and you might be hesitant to call. Don't be. It could save you thousands of dollars. Clinton okay. is the guy with the most knowledge in this city, in my opinion, and they do great work. The way to call us right now is 902-405-6000 or 877-801-8255. Again, 902-405-6000 or 877-801-8255. The bulk of your clients, do they come from HRM? Because you guys obviously can help anybody in the province, right? Yeah, we actually are helping people across the country. Uh, the bulk of our clients are within 10 kilometers from our office. We see a lot of clients in the office. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we do do transactions over the phone and over email and over fax and e-sign every day as well. So, um, you know, the bulk are here, but that doesn't mean that we're limited to just doing transactions in HRM. We are doing transactions all over. Um, you know, rates have never been lower than they are right now. Um, you know, for people who are buying and renewing, we're doing five-year fix as low as 1.89%. Right. There's variable rate mortgages that are even lower than that. Um, you know, I really encourage people that if you own a home now, 
have a look in the mirror and have a look at your finances and have a look at your 2019 annual mortgage statement, figure out what you're paying now, there could be an opportunity to break your mortgage early and get a better rate. I mean, at the end of the day, it depends on what your penalty is going to be coming out of that term. Um, but we can crunch the numbers, and I can tell you, yes, it's it's a, it's a good idea. Let's do it. Let's capitalize that penalty. Or I can tell you, no, you're in a good situation, mm-hmm. and ride it out. We don't want to do transactions for people that are not going to make sense. I'm in this game. You know, I'm in this mortgage business for the long term. I've been doing it for 14 years, and as I mentioned, we've done over 3,000 transactions. We've seen everything. So, okay, let's say situation is different. Let's take a call. Uh, Peter, you've got a question. Go ahead. Yeah, mostly I'm concerned. What concerns me, unfortunately, I don't, I, I did the home owning thing. And so I, I moved on, but, um, uh, you must be holding a lot of Airbnbs. And, uh, I was wondering since we have no students coming in, mm-hmm. our, uh, our, our, Travel restrictions have basically wiped out the Airbnbs, the hotel industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we, we've, we've stopped a lot of, a lot of immigration. Uh, Peter, you've got to get to well, a mortgage-related question here, okay? okay? What I'm saying is, can you see the vacancy rate and therefore perhaps uh, rental rates decrease because of the lack of... Uh, because of basically probably a, a surfeit now of housing because we okay, don't have I'm going to jump in. I'm going to jump in and answer it right now. Thank you. Okay. Peter. Thanks for um, the call, Peter. Go ahead. Clayton. We are at we are at 1% vacancy in Halifax. Yeah. We essentially are on the verge of having a, a crisis. The um, Halifax partnership says based on their stats that the population in Halifax is going to grow to 500,000 over the next 5 years. Mm-hmm. We are seeing it happen today. People are moving here from Ontario. There is no issue with Airbnb in Halifax. Anybody who had Airbnbs already, they're doing it now as long-term rentals because there is, there's no vacancy. People Mm -hmm. need places to rent and people certainly need places to buy. Um, and builders cannot build homes and condos and apartments fast enough for the population growth. So people are asking me all the time, should I hold off? The market is hot. It is certainly a seller's market. It may be a situation for first-time home buyers to buy now or buy never because the price is going up. Mm-hmm. Do I think this is going to be Toronto? No. Do I think it's going to be Vancouver? No. But Halifax is the place to be. The quality of life is much better here. Imagine if you just went through COVID in downtown Toronto right. in your one-bedroom condo that's mm-hmm. worth 500000 plus. Mm-hmm. And you no longer have to go to your office on Bay Street. You can work from home now indefinitely. I think living in your $500,000 detached home in Halifax is a way better quality of life and working from home there than it would be staying in downtown Toronto. So we're seeing a lot of people relocate to Halifax from across this country, which I think is exciting. It's great for people who live here and have the prices increase, but... It's challenging for those who are a first-time homebuyer because they need to get into that cycle and they need to be able to step up. So I think that anybody who's considering buying, you know, get a pre-approval and then work with a licensed real estate professional and find that home that's going to work for you. We are going to see some urban sprawl happen because of what's going on with housing in Halifax. Mm-hmm. People are going to be moving to Truro. They're going to be moving to Windsor. 
they're going to be moving to areas that are within an hour outside of the core of Halifax. And that's okay because maybe if you can't afford to buy a $350,000 home in Halifax or Dartmouth, maybe you can afford to buy a $250,000 home in Truro or Windsor. Mm-hmm. Home ownership is possible here and home ownership, you know, is part of that Canadian dream. It is not available for many Canadians across this country because other markets don't have real estate priced as well as our real estate is, regardless of price increases and availability. Right. Okay, Clinton, stick right there. 902-405-6000 is the way to reach us. We want uh, your mortgage-related questions. We've got Clinton to the bottom of this half hour. Uh, now's the time to give us a call, 902-405-6000 or 877-801-8255. Mortgage 101 continues. We come back. All right, Mortgage 101 with Clinton Wilkins, 902-405-6000 or 877-801-8255. Kane, you've got a question. Go ahead, Kane. Hey there, how you doing? Doing well. Good, good. I'm a relative in the Valley, and I have a lot of rural properties. Uh, Nova Scotia is full of them. And I know it can be a little bit harder to get lending for rural properties as opposed to in town. But I was wondering if you foresee that changing the lenders, uh, lending more to the rural properties that have to come to the business. I think that's a great. I think that's a great question. Um, I think a little bit of the situation has been exacerbated by the changes that CMHC brought out in July. Uh, as we know the Crown insurer uh, insured the bulk of more rural properties uh, in Nova Scotia because they had a bigger appetite to lend across the country in every nook and cranny. It doesn't matter if it was Ecomsecum or if it was Bear River, Nova Scotia. They were lending everywhere. Um, in July, CMHC increased their credit requirements, so consumers have to have better credit score uh, of a minimum of 680, and they also have to have more room in their ratios to qualify. Um, that being said, uh, I'm seeing many lenders that still love lending all over Nova Scotia. Um, some of those lenders are of the big five, which we do have access to, um, but there are some other uh, more broker lenders that do lend all over Nova Scotia. You know, some of the challenges, uh, I mean, they've a lot 14 years. I think that mm. some of the properties in more rural Nova Scotia are larger acreages, and lenders don't love that, as typically those properties sell before off. So when we're doing appraisals on these properties, the appraisal really is key. A lot of lenders will use the, the home plus five acres or 10 acres to do the balance. We're good. And um, it's just not every lender has the appetite in rural areas. And it's not just Nova Scotia, Canada. It's across this country. They want the more urban, suburban areas because if there is a loss, then they can turn it, a lot, uh, turn it around a lot faster. Nova Scotia is a lot less of an issue, though, compared to other areas of the country. I can tell you in rural New Brunswick, which we do have an office in Moncton, it is very, very challenging to do a residential conventional mortgage um, just because there are high losses in northern New Brunswick. You know, the lenders have seen a lot of, like, foreclosure because, you know, their economy is really maybe just from, like, one employer. And if that employer shuts down, slows down, um, it's it's a big problem. And there's just not the buyers to buy up the real estate if you do come into hard times and you need to sell. So I think everything's a case-by-case basis. But I do think in more rural areas, it needs to be better borrowers. So it has to be stronger income, stronger assets, and stronger credit. 
and there are not the option as much for alternative lending as there would be in the city. So when I talk and say that, you know, every Canadian can uh, mortgage, that is true. But a lot of these lenders want to, to see the property beyond city services and city water. So when we go into more rural areas, it definitely needs to be a cleaner borrower. Um, and as long as the property's good and the borrower's good, there's definitely a solution. Thanks for the call, Kane. We appreciate it. Take care. 902-405-6000. Uh, Wes, you're next. Go ahead, Wes. Hi. Good morning, Todd. Good morning, Clinton. Good I love morning. your show. Hi there. Thank you. Hi. Um, when you mentioned this morning about the need to get into the housing market now, sort of hit home with me. My daughter just graduated from high school. And, you know, when I was, you know, when I was saving up for a house, the best advice I got was putting it into an RSP and then withdrawing yeah. it. Um, but this is, you know, outdated. So I'm just wondering in today's, you know, day and age, what would, be, what would you recommend in terms of a best vehicle for my daughter to save up for her uh, first home? I still love our RSPs. The government increased uh, the limit that you're able to take out for the home buyer's plan. They now allow you to take out up to 35000 so I love RRSP because you get the tax benefit. And if you do borrow through the home buyer's plan, you have 15 years to put the money back in. So that would be a great solution for her. I would start the RRSP thing ASAP when she starts working. Yeah. I'm seeing a lot of parents, maybe in your situation, that are buying properties for second homes for their kids to live in while they're starting their employment or starting to go to school because, you know, they're able to get in at today's pricing. And if that uh, young person is going to be renting anyway, essentially the economics are the same. And I'm seeing a lot of parents going in and buying these second homes just because then, you know, they can keep the expenses maybe the same as what they would be when they're renting, but the property is appreciating and they're paying down the mortgage and that young person can take over that property down the road really when they're in a position to do so. I'm seeing some parents um, that are also, you know, co-signing for their, kids and they're buying a property together just to kind of get them going. So that might be an idea depending on what your um, child situation is. So certainly something to think about, but I would certainly encourage the RRSPPs. Thanks, Wes. Right. Okay, thank Appreciate you very much. Appreciate it. Take care. Thank you got it. 902-405-6000. Uh, let's talk to Ken. Hello, Ken. Go ahead with your question. Hi, guys. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, my mortgage is with the Bank of Nova Scotia, and I'm becoming okay. disillusioned Bank of Nova Scotia, a couple of reasons. One is that I had mortgage insurance, and my mm-hmm. my mortgage insurance was $690. My actual mortgage was six ten. Wow. I didn't realize wow. this for three years through my accountant. Stunning. And then I also, this week, um, I'm thinking of getting a five-year mortgage, and the rate mm-hmm. they were going to offer me was 2.5. So, Clinton, what I'm thinking, uh, what, uh, what, would, what would you do, uh, what would you offer, or what does... Is there is there a better rate for five years? And also, um, what's how complex is it to switch, let's say, from the bank of from Scotia Bank to you or to another bank? Uh, thanks okay. very much. I'll take your answer off the air. Yep. Okay. Thanks. Great. Okay. Perfect. Thanks for the question. Yeah. Um, I, I see this question every day, and um, Scotia Bank is a great partner of ours. But um, every bank in the Big Five is having challenges right now with customer service. Everyone. Um, in their call centers, in their branches, their staffing issues, the workload is very, very high, 
And a lot of bank branches were closed over COVID or had reduced hours, and they just have not caught up. So I think, you know, we can certainly help. Um, we do a lot of Scotia to Scotia uh, refinances, if that makes sense. But when you come up for renewal, you're in a very unique position. You are in the position that you can switch to another lender, and oftentimes the new lender will cover the cost to switch you over. Mm-hmm. They will not cover your penalty, but they'll cover like the legal fees, and if there's an appraisal, they'll reimburse that. Mm-hmm. So there could be an opportunity there. And there's two types of transactions that you may want to think about. It's either a direct transfer, so that means that you're not going to add any new money to the new mortgage, or you could potentially look at a refinance. Typically on the direct transfer, or switch is what we call it, you'll get a better rate. On the refis, um, they're priced a little bit higher. It's just every lender works that way. It's how they source their funds. And on a direct transfer, it could we could maintain that CMHC, Genworth, or Canada Guarantee Insurance. Uh, in place. And if you do have an insured mortgage, you're going to get a much lower rate these days, a rate sub 2%. So like 1.89, you know, on a transfer of a conventional mortgage, you're going to be in the low twos and in a refinance situation, um, you know, I would say still below two and a half, you know, you're looking at two, one, four, two and a quarter, two, four, zero, somewhere around there. And again, everybody's situation is different. Um, but I definitely think that would be worth a conversation in your um, situation. All right. How do people get a hold of you, Clinton? Check us out online, teamclinton.ca slash radio. There's lots of great information on there. If you want to reach out to us, there's an email, telephone number. You can just fill out a form on our website, and we will certainly reach out to you at the, on the first of the week. Um, you know, I really encourage everyone who's going to be buying a home, refinancing, renewing, contact an unbiased mortgage professional. If that's us, great. If there's someone who you're more comfortable using in your community, go there. We have access to so many different lenders, and we really have the client's best interest at heart. We don't have, and we're not in bed with the lender. We're really in bed with the consumer, with the consumer and we want to provide that, that really expert advice. Great stuff as always. Good chat. We'll talk again real soon next month. Thanks, Clinton. Thanks, Todd. you got to take care of Clinton Wilkins. Give him a call. You won't be sorry if you're in any if you have any mortgage related need. They are the best in the business. Clinton and his team.